You are listening to the World of Games Podcast. Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be in this big blue marble we call planet Earth. What is happening, everybody? Happy Friday. The weekend is upon us right on. So, what is it? It is now, it is one o'clock in the afternoon. This is going to come out to you probably by, if not late Friday night, probably Saturday morning. So, if you're on a time schedule, my apologies. Uh... (laughs) I had to run pretty much about 30 miles on the bar train and I am exhausted. I'm now back in my hometown at my local park here and I am finally getting a chance to rest. So I've been pretty busy. Um, There is one story I did want to touch base on. I didn't get into it last episode. And just to let you know, my apologies. For the wind, it's just the way it is. I, I live in a very, very, I talked about it before, a very windy area. Even in the on the calmest days around the Bay Area with the wind, my city gets the direct hit. It's, it's just the way the jet stream works around here, so my apologies. Okay, there is one story I do want to touch base on, and then I'll do some other random stories. But the one I want to touch base on is, what, first off, what the fuck is wrong with the Las Vegas Raiders? <laughs> what the hell? They're the first team where you have to prove you are vaccinated to attend their football game. And that really triggers me seeing as I am a die-hard Raiders fan. At least I, I was up to the point of... Well, I'm not going to get too deep in my issues with the Raiders. Uh, being a former season ticket holder, row 117, seat 11 and 12 that's where I was at south end zone Uh, people probably know the area at the Oakland Coliseum Uh, that's the black hole I was in that mess so I had I've done a lot of football games home football games from those two particular seats so I do have issues with the Raiders but this this story I have to touch base on we'll get to that in a second and again like I said I am going to go ahead and surf around the news clickbait it it's going to be kind of a I don't know, it's going to be kind of a short episode as again it is one in the afternoon i am exhausted but i definitely want to touch base with what's going on and share that with you okay all right enough rambling enough babbling i will be back right after this Again, this is kind of day. This this came out about what two three days ago. So you guys probably already know about this, but I, I definitely have a comment about it. Um, this is coming from CBSNews.com, and Las Vegas Raiders to make fans prove 
they've been vaccinated. Okay. <laughs> well, that's not happening. Uh, large event held in Nevada can add themselves to the growing number of places in the U.S. where people in crowds are asked to prove they have been inoculated against COVID-19, the governor said on Monday. Hours after the announcement, the Las Vegas Raiders went public with a plan made possible by the new directive to require vaccines and not masks. <laughs> Starting at the Raiders' September 13th game against the Baltimore Ravens, fans will be required to prove they've been vaccinated. Then they won't have to wear masks, the first policy of its kind in the NFL. Um, well, first off, they were not giving a shit about people attending the games last season, even though there was less people and they were, for the most part, they were kind of separated, but it didn't look like it really at the very end of the season, especially at the Super Bowl. Uh, nobody was proving about any type of vaccination or they weren't even wearing masks. So at least, you know, the majority of people weren't, uh, probably the scared folks were so I don't know why this, it just sounds like some sort of woke political stunt. I don't know. I don't know why the Raiders, I mean, the Raiders have an image of being tough and rugged. Ever since all of a sudden they went to Las Vegas, they seem like they're, I don't know, like, uh, what? who are those dancers at the at the Vegas shows? It's crazy, man. What, what the hell's going on with Mark Davis? But I, I digress. Let me go further. The Raiders said they'll offer fans the option of getting vaccinated on site at Allegiant Stadium prior to Raider games permitting newly vaccinated fans to enter through with a mask, KLAS says. So, you know, they're they're going to you can get the jab, right? But you're going to have to still wear the mask. <laughs> you know, fuck all this. First off, Allegiant Stadium, that's not a medical center. That's not a hospital, that's not a free clinic. That's a football stadium. Second, these are unregulated vaccines. This is not even, it, is, it hasn't even gotten off of the emergency status that it's put on. It hasn't even passed the FDA. In fact, my understanding is Biden hasn't even assigned somebody to the FDA. I guess he was supposed to even do that. <laughs> There's nobody in charge of the FDA, as far as I know. I, I, it just, this is crazy. There is absolutely no way I will go to a Raiders game if the, if they're imposing that kind of fucking tyrannical bullshit, this is what you call segregation in the 21st century. Damn, Daniel. Fucking Raiders, man. Well, that's Las Vegas Raiders. Well, you know what? To be honest, if they were still in Oakland, the way the city of Oakland is, as Marxist and woke as the city is, they probably would have been all for this, you know? So, can't really put it on the city of Vegas. It's just the fucking stupid people of fucking <laughs> the Raiders or Mark Davis or whoever. The Las Vegas Review Journal explained that fans who have one of the two shots of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccines will be allowed to enter, but will have to wear masks until they're fully vaccinated two weeks after their second shots. <laughs> what are they going to do? I mean, this is crazy. These are fucking... I mean, who are you showing your medical information to? To a bunch of, what, teenagers with yellow staff jackets on? This is insanity. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. Fans from 2 to 11 years old who aren't eligible for the vaccine can still attend games, but will have to wear a mask. So now you're going to have to put your toddler 
in a mask. There's no way a fucking toddler's gonna be in a in a Raider game. I, I trust me. I've been to Raider games my whole life since the 70s. Okay, I'm one of them. I was a toddler at one of these games, and trust me, they don't sit still and they don't want to keep a cloth, a, a really hot cloth mask on for three hours. This is bullshit. The Review Journal reported that Raiders owner Mark Davis said fans who don't want to be inoculated can roll over their tickets to next season or get a refund for the rest of the season's games. One against the Seattle Seahawks has already been played, though it wasn't an exhibition game. In May, the Raiders began requiring all full-time employees on the business and football staffs to be vaccinated, KLAS, KLAS said. Stadium management company ASM and stadium concessionaire Levi, Levy or Levi, it's probably Levy, also have implemented mandatory vaccinations for all full-time staff at Allegiant Stadium. Man, fuck this shit, man. This is, this is just crazy. This is really crazy. I mean, I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but I mean, my God, the likelihood of hospitalization... And death is so minuscule compared to the overall, I'm, <laughs> the overall population. You know, the the number of people. This is just crazy, man. And a stadium isn't like it's a a small concert venue. Allegiant Stadium, from from what I've seen, that's a pretty big fucking stadium. And it doesn't have to be enclosed. Just open up the fucking roof. Oh, that's right. You're in the fucking desert in 110, 117 degree weather. So you got to keep it closed and air conditioned and nice and comfortable. Right? That shit is not... <laughs> it's not a confined space. It's very opened. I, I'm sure they have a, a, a one hell of a fucking HVAC system in the damn thing. I mean, Jesus Christ. It goes on to say... It says, New Nevada Rules. Democratic Governor Steve Sisolik? I don't even, I never heard of him. <laughs> to be honest, I, nobody really cares about him. Uh, said large indoor venues in cities like Las Vegas and Reno will be allowed to opt out of the state mask requirements if they verify their guests are vaccinated. Quoting, this is cutting edge. There's, there's no other venues in the country that are doing this. So Sisolik said, whatever the fuck his name is. I think it is going to get people more people wanting to go to an event because they know that when they walk in that arena or that stadium, everybody's vaccinated. You know, I don't give a fuck. I don't get, I don't, I just don't give a fuck if people are vaccinated or not. I don't care if a person next to me has AIDS. I don't care if a person has cancer. I don't care if a person has influenza. I don't care if the person, I would think, you know, a person with chicken pox or measles or something like that, they would be smart enough to stay home. I think people are. And I think people that have influenza don't just all of a sudden say, oh, fuck it, I'll tough it out. Let's go to the Raider game and cough over everybody. I don't think the likelihood of that happening. I mean, this is just ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it, it seems like these woke holes are trying to outdo each other. You know, you got the fucking, what, 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 that clown, uh, de Blasio over there in New York, he wants to be the first guy to impose this vaccine passport nonsense, right? And then you go shift over to fucking Gavin Newsom, he wants to be the first governor to impose this whole indoor mask mandate for the whole state, he wants to be the first governor to do that. And now you want the very first NFL manager to be 
the first guy to impose vaccination requirement or proof of vaccination requirements uh, to teenagers that collect your ticket stubs or scan your tickets or whatever the fuck they do. This is just bullshit, man. Fucking Raiders, man. This is not the Raiders I know. Too vocal. I don't, it must be uh, some sort of PR stunt. It has to be done by these young, out of fresh out of college, you know, staffers in the office or, you know, probably woke calls and they say, hey, you know, hey, Mr. Davis, you want to be the first one to impose vaccine requirements for the guests? Oh, let's do that. You'll be the first. You'll be popular. Wrong. And meanwhile, you've just probably alienated a large percentage of your fan base that was willing to sit there, throw money into your organization, especially after you moved to Vegas, you know. You're not winning over brownie points, but see, now I'm ranting and I digress. I'll slow down. Let me hit the pause button. Let, let me just continue on with this story. Uh, my, my God. Venues with capacities greater than 4,000 will be eligible for the exemption. Partially vaccinated people and children ineligible to receive vaccines can attend venues that opt in, but must remain masked. <laughs> That's bullshit. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to go up to each individual person in the stadium? Everybody's going to have their fucking mask off. They're just going to show you some fucking card. I've seen, you know, I had seen this. What game was it? What was it? Oh, no, no. It was a video of a guy that was searching people as they were attending Lollapalooza. And this guy, he was just patting them down. They weren't showing him his their cards or anything. It, it was just bullshit, you know. You had 100,000 people at Lollapalooza. No mask. All right? Haven't heard anything about cases or deaths. That's probably because none happened. Fucking Raiders, man. Uh, where was I? Uh, Sisalek, whatever the fuck his name is, made clear that the policy wasn't a mandate and was voluntary for venues. So this is all Mark Davis is doing. All right? I mean, I would think a team like... I don't know, Seattle maybe? I would think something like Seattle. Seattle would be kind of a, <laughs> a type of city that would pose something like this. But I guess, you know, I don't know. I didn't know Vegas was that woke or, you know, I don't know. And it goes on to say, other businesses on board. The move to expand proof of vaccination requirements in one of the country's entertainment capitals comes days after officials in New York, San Francisco and New Orleans adopted proof of vaccination measures for indoor public spaces, conventions, or concert halls. Some large venues in Las Vegas have for weeks been requiring a conference and concert attendees to proof, approve, provide proof of vaccination status. The Vegas Golden Knights began using the mobile app Clear in May as the 18,000-seat T-Mobile Arena went to full capacity for NHL, NHL playoffs. The app also screens attendees with a health questionnaire before they enter a venue. <laughs> what the fuck is this? It's almost like you're fucking getting checked into a, a, a emergency room. This is insane. 911, what's your emergency? These people are absolutely insane to impose this nonsense. These people have no fucking right to ask you for your medical information. And the last I heard, that's illegal. It's unconstitutional. We keep forgetting about that. We keep forgetting that these people have absolutely no right to know your personal information. Your personal health information is between you and your doctor, not you again and that pimple-faced teenager with the yellow staff jacket on, okay? He doesn't need to know. Jesus. 
I, I'm telling you, you get me started on this subject, I just cannot stop. Let me just finish this off. I, I'll, I'll shut up. I'll try my best. <laughs> I will try to digress myself. Um, MGM Resorts, the state's largest employer, announced separate, separately Monday that new hires and salaried employees who don't work from home will be required to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by October 15th. Uh... President Biden has urged cities to adopt proof of vaccination requirements for restaurants and other businesses, blah, blah, blah. New Orleans Mayor Latoya Contrell called proof of vaccination the best way to protect businesses rather than closures. No, you just don't impose the rule and keep the businesses open. There is absolutely no proof that restaurants, I think there was some study in L.A. County, and I think it was like about six months ago, probably that far back. And there was no proof that attending a restaurant, there was any increase in, in COVID-19 cases because people attended restaurants. There's no proof of that. There's no, I never heard any stat, you know, statistics like that. If there's, if there was any, I think they would have locked us down a long time ago, but there is none. This is bullshit. Unlike cities that have adopted proof of vaccination measures for restaurants, Nevada's new measures are tailored to tourism and the large events that power the state's economy, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I, I, I don't care. I've been to Vegas twice. I'm not much of a gambler. I only went there to see a Rush concert. And I went there because I just happened to be in the area and my father just let me spend a whole weekend at a timeshare. <laughs> so I was just taking advantage of it. I mean, it's really nothing too exciting for me. I mean, Vegas is cool and it looks cool and there's some, you know, you know, for a single guy like me, there's some good-looking ladies around. And, you know, there's some fun to do out there. Uh, but, you know, that was when I was drinking, too. But now I don't drink, and I really don't gamble that much. I'll throw about... I'll maybe spend about 100 200 bucks at most on a weekend for gambling. The rest just goes to fucking partying and shit. There's no reason for me to go now to Vegas and see the Raiders. Even if my friend who still want to honor buying me a ticket and a plane ticket to go there to at least one game at Vegas, I would turn him down now. Uh, just because they impose that stupid rule. You know, this is bullshit, man. All right, that's my rant for the Raiders. Shame on them. They are not the Oakland Raiders. To me, that's a, that just that shows weakness. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I know a lot of you are going to disagree with that. But, I mean, again, this is a virus that is not as deadly, as far as we know, is not as deadly as the influenza or any other I mean, there's just so much out there to worry about than COVID. But politicians have just used this virus to impose medical tyranny. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, that's what you would call it, right? Using something. I mean, they could have done this with any other. They could have done this with SARS. They could have done this with Ebola. They could have done it with all kinds of shit when Obama was in office. But they didn't. No, they do it now because they, they, they're pretty much out in the open about fucking wanting to take over and take control of this country and taking control of our lives. And this is the kind of silly shit they do, and it just triggers me. So I, I'm going to stop. I, I think I'm done with the article. I'm, if you lasted this long with me, uh, God bless you. But, uh, yeah, you know, Raiders, you failed on this one. As far as I'm concerned, you failed. You don't need to know my medical information, and I have no desire to show you. I'm not going to get into Biden too much. I think everybody knows uh, what's up with the guy. Uh, hmm. 
but there's a couple of things that just jumped out at me. He said one one headline says Joe struggles with Afghan questions, astoundingly claims all Americans can reach Kabul airport. I'm not here. I'm hearing a whole bunch of different shit about that. I'm hearing people are afraid to leave their house. They're afraid to to walk through the streets to the airport. So I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I, you know, let's just face it. The guy's a fucking liar. Okay, he's just been lying the whole time. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> that Stephanopoulos uh, interview. <laughs> My God, talk about being being a fucking cold-hearted liar. Jesus. Here's another one. It says totally unprepared. Bin Laden warned in 2010 letter that Biden would lead U.S. into crisis. <laughs> it shows a picture of Biden when he was young. Uh, laughing on a plane with a whole bunch of Afghanis. That's pretty funny. Let's just quickly say Osama bin Laden once warned uh, uh, Al-Qaeda not to target Joe Biden because he believed that his inheriting the presidency if something were to happen to Barack Obama would lead the U.S. into a crisis. A resurfaced letter shows in the letter dated May 2010, the Al-Qaeda 9-11 mastermind wrote he had an an assassination plot against Biden because he deemed him, quote-unquote, totally unprepared <laughs> to lead the United States. Boy, he got that right. Who knew? Osama bin Laden got it right, and he got it real right. Wow, that's back in 2010, huh? Uh, in the letter to, yeah, instead, bin Laden urged his followers to be on the lookout for the, <laughs> for the then President Obama. He told them there was a high priority to target aircrafts belonging to Obama and then CIA Director David Petrus. Quoting, they are not to target visits by U.S. Vice President Biden. Groups will remain on the lookout for Obama and Petrus, bin Laden wrote. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Quoting, uh, the reason for concentrating on them is that Obama is the head of the infidelity and killing him automatically will make Biden take over the presidency for the remainder of the term, as it is in the norm over there. Biden is totally unprepared for that post, which will lead the U.S. into a crisis. Wow. As for Petrus, he is the man of the House in this last year of the war, and killing him would alter the war's path. The letter was uncovered in a treasure trove of documents found in the terrorist Pakistan hideout after he was killed by U.S. forces in a raid on May 2nd, 2011. You know, there's a guy that, I, I, there's a guy, he's on Fox. I seen him on Gutfeld, and he was talking, I guess he was the guy that killed bin Laden. I would love to hear what he's got to say about this. I forgot his name right off the top, but I would love to hear what he has to say. The documents penned between 2006 and 2011 are publicly available through West Point's Combating Terrorism Center. It does have a link to it, and again, this is on the New York Post. Bin Laden's criticism of Biden has resurfaced amid the botched withdrawal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan and the Taliban takeover. And it does show there are some documents uh, the Post has posted. Wow. This is the letter. It's typed out. It comes as Biden on Friday delayed for at least a day plans to relax at his home in Delaware as tens of thousands of American and Afghan citizens remain stranded in Kabul. Man, I'm telling you, when you when you put it that way, man, that's that that that's what triggers me, man. That is what triggers me. Uh, he's sitting there talking about what what the hell was he talking about? He was talking about um oh uh, uh the you know the vaccine and. 
and the mask mandating and, and just anything related to coronavirus. But when the reporters were sitting there asking him, hey, what about Kabul, you know, the exit from Kabul? He just walked out the door. I seen him just, he didn't even answer him. He just turned his back to everybody and didn't even discuss it. He just walked right out the door. Crazy, man. This guy is just unreal, man. Unfucking real. Joe Biden, man. Come on, man. Give me a little break here. What is this letter? I'm just going to see if I could just quickly get, what does this letter say? There, there's some highlighted, highlighted parts to it. I did read most of it. Uh, there, this one says, uh, this is off of page 36 of it. it says, I asked Shaikh Saeed Allah, have mercy on his soul, to task brother Elias, Elias to prepare two groups, one in Pakistan and the other in the Bagram area of Afghanistan, with the mission of anticipating and spotting the visits of Obama and Petrus to Afghanistan or Pakistan to target the aircraft of either one of them. They are not to target visits by U.S. Vice President Biden. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's kind of weird. I mean, why, why Biden, though? I mean, who gives a fuck about? I mean, I understand if if Obama gets you know assassinated or something, God forbid, happened to him, that Biden would have moved in. But what what scares the Taliban or Bin Laden about Biden so much? That, that's just kind of strange to me. I don't know. But anyhow, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and I'll put it in the post and I'll let you guys go check out the article. And uh, you, you check it out. It's pretty interesting, though. All right, guys, I got one for you. Here you go. Let's talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger. You remember that guy. He's been in the news lately about his, pretty much his anti-American comments. You know, screw your freedom. <laughs> Remember that? Big mouth, fake Republican Arnold Schwarzenegger loses corporate sponsor of bodybuilding event for dangerous anti-American comment. And it goes like this. This is from Fox News. Arnold Schwarzenegger rant about the importance of wearing face masks has landed him in hot water. Fox News can confirm the former governor of California has lost a sponsor for his annual bodybuilding event known as the Arnold Classic due to controversial comments he made last week. The former governor of California riled up citizens when he called mask-adverse Americans schmucks and said, screw your freedom to those seeking to, ter uh, to terminate COVID-19 mandates. In a statement on to Fox News on Friday, Redcon One, a sports nutrition brand, confirmed they pulled out from Schwarzenegger's event as well as any others he's involved in. Quoting, to be clear, we did not pull out of the event because of, mask, of a mask issue. We understand the importance of public safety as well as the responsibilities all event, uh, responsibilities all event organizers. These are unprecedented times and were aligned with public safety for all. We elected to discontinue support due to Arnold's comments, screw your freedoms, a spokesperson for the company said. <laughs> uh, with the global influence Arnold personally possesses, we find that ideology dangerous and anti-American, the company continued. You know, good for this company. What is the name? Redcon One? Good for them. Very good for them. Good for them. Good for them. 
Redcon One is a, is a patriotic, pro-freedom brand rooted in the uncompromising, unapologetic belief that you, as an American, are entitled to your freedoms and opinion and should not be insulted or persecuted for having a varying opinion or varying view. Excuse me. We support everyone's individual freedoms. The statement concludes. That's what I'm talking about. Redcon One. You know what? I'm just going to do a freebie. <laughs> I'm going to support these guys. I think at the beginning of my podcast, I'm going to say, hey, go check out Redcon One. <laughs> check out their products. Support these guys. I mean, they get it. You know, they're, they're not going to fold to these whack jobs, this cancel culture nonsense, and especially to a dope like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Redcon One founder Aaron Singerman also voiced his, op- his opposition to Schwarzenegger's comments on his personal Instagram writing, For the last 15 years, I've been attending the Arnold Classic, and for at least a decade, I've been a sponsor of the contest. I've loved Arnold as long as I remember and credit him for my initial interest in bodybuilding and fitness. I've looked at him as a role model. Quoting, a guy who had nothing and no advantages, who never made an excuse and created tremendous success. He became an icon based on his work ethic, his charisma, and his gift. It's with a heavy heart and some genuine sadness that Redcon won has decided to discontinue any and all support for the Arnold Classic and the other Arnold-related events around the world. Excuse me. Singerman's post continues. Uh, Quoting on, We've spent hundreds and thousands of dollars being a top sponsor of the event, and this year the exclusive sponsor of the webcast, but we can't in good conscience continue to support and be involved with someone who has such diametrically opposed beliefs. In a controversial interview, Schwarzenegger had a message for those arguing that freedom is more important than wearing masks amid the coronavirus pandemic. Quoting, people should know there is a virus here. It kills people, and the only way we prevent it is to get vaccinated, wear masks, do social distancing, washing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, quote, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here, the Terminator franchise star 74 said. He goes on and he says, no, screw your freedom, because with freedom comes obligations and responsibilities. We cannot just say I have the right to X, Y, and Z. When you infect other people, that is when it gets serious, he added, publicly uh, abomishing those who aren't subscribing to the practice of masking up and getting the shot. The actor's daughter, Catherine, 31, took to her own social media account to support her father's message. Uh, is, is she like the daughter of the maid? Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's, the, that's his son. That's right. I stand corrected. That's Maria Shriver's uh, daughter. Okay, I stand corrected. Later in an op-ed for the Atlantic, Schwarzenegger addressed some of the criticism he received over the comments, writing, quote, I'll admit calling people schmucks and saying screw, their, screw your freedom was a little much, though he still stood by the statement. Days later, Schwarzenegger was spotted in public without a mask as he walked outside and puffed on a cigar. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Reps for the actor and organizers for the Arnold Classic did not immediately return Fox News' request for comment. Yeah, there you go. This is a fake Republican. This guy was horrible as a (laughs) Schwarzenegger, man. I'll tell you one thing. He was the biggest hypocrite of them all. I mean, this is the guy that prided himself of driving around, what was it, a Humvee with a cigar in his mouth. I mean, he was was filling up that tank like crazy, man. He had that Kennedy money filling up his gas tank, man. 
He did not give up. We were in a dire, I think it, back then, I think we were going through a kind of a gas sh uh, shortage. So, uh, but he didn't care. Yeah, he was sitting there telling people, oh, conserve on your fuel, you know, don't worry about the gas pricing. He was, he was all into all that shit. And, but here he was, he was always openly driving around a Humvee. I don't know if it was in Sacramento he had the Humvee, but I think he was primarily uh, in Venice because that's where he usually hangs out, in Venice. In fact, people still say he bikes around in Venice today, so. <laughs> Schwarzenegger, man. Let me give them a shout out one more time. They are a, what are they? they I guess they're a protein company redcon r-e-d-c-o-n they're all capital letters and the number one redcon one give them a shout out man support these guys they have the balls to pull out of that that uh that <laughs> what is it what, what is he what would you call this guy the hypocrite let's call him the hypocrite there you go good for them good for redcon one for pulling out of the hypocrite arnold schwarzenegger's uh little event there just a quick reminder, make sure you go and subscribe to my Twitter page at The Real WOD on updates when I'll be dropping podcast episodes as well as when I release any videos on YouTube or Rumble. Also on Twitter, I'll be posting news articles as well as videos that I talk about on the podcast. So go ahead and subscribe and make sure you hit that notification bell. Thanks. All right, guys, that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, but real quick, I had come across this article. I want to throw it in real quick. I guess it's a follow-up to the whole Raider thing. I don't know if it has any tie-in to it, but it's interesting to me real quick. And it just broke. Raiders lose three front office executives under irregular circumstances. And it just all it says is it tells who they are. It just says something is amiss with the Raiders, and now three executives have left the team. President Mark Bedane, Controller Aroxy Grant, and Chief Financial Officer, I, I believe CF, that's what it stands for, Ed Villanueva, excuse me, man, I'm tired, I'm in the sun baking here, uh, have all departed the organization and in courting, and according to front office sports, left due to significant financial irregularities that allegedly uh, stretch back more than a decade. Okay, so it has nothing to do with their little stupid vaccine mandates or their passports or whatever. Uh, but Dane, who worked for the Raiders for 30 years, resi uh, resigned in July, a month after Villanueva and Grant moved on. Franchise is looking for into the matter, front office sports reported, and is being assisted by a legal team not employed by the Raiders. Uh, successful construction of the operation of Allegiant Stadium has been unequivocally the most challenging part of my 30 years with the organization, but Dane said in a statement released to ESPN, quoting, seeing it through to the end has been rewarding beyond measure. Together, the Raiders and Las Vegas accomplished what seemed impossible. Now that the project is complete, it is time for me to focus on my family and look ahead to new pursuits. And just to top that off, uh, you got a 30-year bond on the people of Clark County there in Las Vegas. So um, those people are going to take a financial hit. It's going to be, have a financial impact as well as we're starting to see high, high fees at your favorite casino or resort. So take that in consideration. Okay, I'm done. That's it. All right, guys. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't end up Monday morning at an arraignment in a courtroom with a mask on. That's a miserable sight. <laughs> that would be a miserable thing to have happen. You know what I'm saying? 
All right. With that all being said, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm a ghost. Now, I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Peace out. <laughs>